Smartcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm beginning to think maybe getting married wasn't such a good idea after all. Welcome to The Curse of the Lake House, a narrative podcast of the one-act play by me, Michael Grover, with original music by Leandro Ribeiro. Scene 3, Count the Red Flags. Starring John Whittier Ferguson as Taylor Abbott, Kathleen Stewick as Martha Wellman Abbott, and Kate Poole as Mrs. Thomas. Washington, D.C., 1964. It's the apartment of Taylor Abbott and Martha Wellman Abbott. This is their wedding day. Taylor carries Martha across the threshold. So here we are, Mrs. Abbott. Welcome to your new home. She clambers down from his arms. Oh, Mr. Abbott, that was such a lovely ceremony. It really was, Mrs. Abbott, a lovely ceremony. I'm excited for our honeymoon and to finally see that lake house you talk about so much. We should eat dinner and then hit sack. I really don't like to drive time. I'm excited to see the place. You talk about it all the time. It sounds lovely. That's quite an understatement. And you really don't mind that we couldn't get married in a church? Well, there's not much we could have done about that. Rules are rules. Still, it doesn't seem fair. I mean, the marriage was annulled. You get the sense that your mother wasn't so happy. Early tomorrow, we'll head up to the lake house. We'll have to get an early start. It's a long drive. Well, I hope not too early. I mean, this is our wedding night after all, Mr. Abbott. Oh, Mrs. Thomas. And how are you today? I'm just fine, thank you. I'm I'm sorry, this is rather awkward, Mrs. Thomas. I meant to call before you came. Is there a problem? Well, sort of, but not exactly. See, Mrs. Thomas, I won't be needing your cleaning services anymore. I have wonderful news. I got married. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Unfortunately, I am going to need to charge you for today. I did come all the way here. I understand, of course. It's five dollars, right? Seven. You want this meatloaf I prepared for you. Sorry, Mrs. Thomas. Oh, Mrs. Abbott, did you have seven dollars? I forgot to cancel the cleaning lady. I believe I told you when you proposed that I had no money. Hello, Mrs. Thomas. Oh, you must be the lucky lady. I was just trying to work that out. Thank you so much for all your years of service, Mrs. Thomas. And what did you mean by that? What did I mean by what? By you don't need her cleaning services anymore because you got married. Well, just what I said. Now that we're married, we don't need a cleaning lady. Plus, why spend $5 if we don't have to? Well... That certainly sounds an awful lot like you expect me to do the cleaning. Just something people say. Besides, let's not dwell. We need to get dinner and hit the sack. We're hitting the road at 6 a.m. 
6 a.m. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. That still doesn't get us there until early evening. It's an 11 hour drive if we don't stop. 11 hours without a stop? Jesus H. Christ, I have to pee just thinking about it. Don't worry. Once we get up there, we won't have to leave. It sounds delightful. A week by a lake, just you and me. What a perfect honeymoon. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you. Mother and dad will be joining us. Your mother and father are joining us on our honeymoon? Yes, isn't that great? That's one of the things you'll learn about the lake house. Come one, come all. That might as well be the motto. But it's our honeymoon. I can't think of who else I'd rather have join us on our honeymoon than mother and dad. Right. Of course. But, Mr. Abbott, do you think we'll have time for it to be just us? Of course. Mother and dad will stay in the upper cottage. We're in the lakeside cottage, right by the water. Right by the lake? Just us? Oh, that sounds fine. My sister and her family will be there. Your sister? And her family. Will they all be staying in the upper house? I don't see how they could all fit up there. Plus, the stress that would put on the septic tank. We have to be very careful of the septic tank. But we'll have a bedroom all to ourselves. A bedroom? Well, at least most of the time. My sister's having some friends visit, and I said we'd move up to the upper house for a few days. It'll just be for a couple days in the middle. Not exactly the honeymoon I was imagining. You know, I get the distinct impression that your parents are not exactly thrilled that you married me. Nonsense. And what does it matter anyway? You're my wife now. They have to accept you. Why? Did someone say something to you? Nobody said anything. It's just a feeling I get. Just the way they stop talking when I come into the room. They stop talking and both look at me. That's them being polite. They don't want you to feel left out. They want to start a fresh conversation with you. Just because you have a feeling doesn't make it true. Maybe. I think maybe they don't like that I was married before. Do you think that's possible? None of that matters now. Put it away and let it go. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't ever happen. But... It didn't happen. You're imagining it. My parents will learn to love you. I think I'll go take a little nap. That's a good girl. 20 weeks, and then you can get started on dinner. Get started on dinner? Take a nap. I don't mind if dinner's a little late. You might need to go shopping, though. Go shopping? What did you do about dinner before we married? Well, Mrs. Thomas would make me some meals. It sounds like Mrs. Thomas was pretty integral to your life. Maybe we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss her. Nonsense. I don't want her interfering with your wifely duties. You wouldn't want that either. Oh, I'm not so sure. I'm beginning to think maybe getting married wasn't such a good idea after all. You didn't really give us much choice on that one, did you? What with, uh, you know, getting pregnant and all. Well, I was joking, but I seem to recall that there were two of us there that night. If that was the night. If that was the night? What the hell do you mean by that? 
Just words, my dear. Do your parents know? Do my parents know? Yes, about the, you know, the baby. Why would I keep such happy news from them? You told your parents? When did, how could you do that without discussing this with me first? Settle down. No need for hysterics. Hysterics? I think I should have a say in when you tell your parents. When did you tell them anyway? Didn't I tell them that I was having a baby? Well, technically, I'm the one having the baby, but yes, when did you tell them? I don't know, a week ago, two maybe? So they've known this whole time. So not only did their precious son marry a divorcee, but also you had to get married because you got me pregnant. And you don't think that impacts their view of me? Well, I don't know that we definitively know it's mine. Don't know it's yours. It is incontrovertibly your child. Presuming that was the night. Believe me, you were the only candidate who even remotely fits into the time frame. Right, but you were married before, so how do we really know? Because I'm telling you, because you should believe me. I'm not Miss Wellman anymore. Now I'm Mrs. Abbott. You should believe your wife. So I'm right about how your parents feel. And you're going to take their side on this. You're being ridiculous. Stop it right now. Well, this is off to a good start. I'll tell you what. You go take a nap. You're obviously out of sorts. I have this meatloaf from Mrs. Thomas. You nap, and I'll heat that up. Okay. Thank you. But let's not make a habit of this. And tomorrow's a brand new day. We'll hit the road by six for the long drive, and you'll need to make sandwiches before we go. I can't wait to spend our honeymoon with your entire family at your lake house. That's the spirit. Taylor Abbott and I were married in a civil ceremony on a hot August day in Washington, D.C. I didn't understand how slipping that ring onto his finger could change him so. It had something to do with that lake house of his. There just seemed to be something strange in the way he was so devoted to it. And that business of his family joining us? I didn't know what that was about. But we were married, and I'd spend the next 50 years of my life, what remained of it, trying to figure that out. Thank you for listening to The Curse of the Lake House, Scene 3, Count the Red Flags. Up next, Scene 4, Closing Time. Is the pile of forest detritus a metaphor for the marriage of Deb and Mark Abbott? Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric acid. Electric acid.